Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode from Setting the Tone. Today is our Immerse special. Stick around because I'll be telling you more about what that includes right after the intro. Hello everybody and welcome back to today's episode. Today is all about Immerse. Um, Really, really great interview I've got coming up with Archie from Immerse, where she's kind of a candid off-the-cuff interview in, in a lot of respects. And there's a few moments where we go off tangent, but that was kind of nice. It was kind of nice to break away from talking about music and, you know, talking about, um, you know, topics like aero, you know, working in the aero industry and, um, you know, bands getting sick and tired of playing uh, the same songs and whatnot. So that interview is coming up after... We have played the track It's All Good, um, which is Immerse's current single that's out everywhere as we speak. And then after that, we're going straight into our interview with Archie, so stick around.
everyone and welcome back so that was immerse and their track it's all good a really cool upbeat kind of pop punk kind of track pretty cool to get into there um next we've got coming up is our interview with actually so stick around i'll say it's kind of off the cuff a candid interview in in a lot of respects and quite a fun one to talk about with actually so um here comes that interview Okay, everyone, welcome. We have Archie joining us from Immerse. Archie, welcome to Setting the Tone. Thank you very much for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Not a problem, mate. Uh, for those that don't know, um, talk me through. How did um, Immerse start? What was the band's journey? Um, so Immerse was actually a band before this, uh, and basically we rebranded because we thought it would be right for us because at the time what we had wasn't very, like, wasn't the most professional, so we wanted to, like, rebrand, re-image, create a new sound for us and basically that's how Amiris formed. Do you think that was the, I, this, I don't want to sound contradictory or horrible, was that the best thing? You know, does that kind of like kind of clean the slate from what it was and now what people are seeing, it's a better, a better version, I guess is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, exactly. We basically took all the best aspects because the original band we were, um, we, we were like young. We had no idea what we were doing when we came in. We basically basically started the band from nothing from like college and uh we just just loads of things on there where you just make mistakes and then like build from that and like you know you're figuring it out still and you're doing stuff that in your head you're like yeah this is cool but other people are like that's just cringy as fuck you know what i mean like <laughs> it's all that kind of stuff so uh we got rid of that made a mirror and then went more into what we are now and trying to be more professional uh, in a whole with it Nice. You've um, you've led perfectly onto, I guess, the next question. What I'm asking a lot of people at the moment is, in terms of making the right moves. You know, there's a lot of bands that come out, and like you say, when you first started, you thought you were doing the right things. You may have been, you may not have been. Now you've got obviously management in, um, you know, James and what and whatnot. How have you found making the right moves and align yourself with the right people and kind of sussing out who are the right people and not just going, oh, John down the road is a good person to go with, go with him sort of thing you got to kind of like, it's a bit like going for a tattoo. Like, I'll, I'll explain it that way. Like, when you're picking who you're working with, like, you don't just go and be like, oh, yeah, that one looks good, and then pay him a load of money. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like, yeah, this is a great idea. And if you do do that, you're doing it wrong, you know? What you got to do is you got you to, like, take your time. you got to look at, like, what they're doing for the bands that are working with them and stuff like that, and the, the bands are already there. Like, don't be afraid to ask the other bands on the management as well. Like, most bands are pretty good. Like, reach out to them, you know what I mean? Like, if you're if you've been offered or you want to join them, like net network basically, that's the way you gotta mm -hmm. do it. Like find somebody who's on them, ask them questions, maybe go along to like a show, like try and chat to them. Most a lot of managers, if you're playing a show in their hometown and you're on their label, they'll or like the roster, they'll go to that show, like to show the support, you know. You're you they they're your band, they should be there. So go along to a band show when it's their hometown show and maybe see if you can chat to their manager and stuff like that. Like just do it. Be present. That's the only way I can explain it, if that makes sense. No, that's absolutely spot on. The, the only reason I mentioned that, like I say, is there's a, I think there's a few bands out there that are coming through. Some, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to sound horrible. Is there a right or wrong way? There's, there's better ways, clearly. But um, I guess it's just trying to give that, that guidance, you know, out, out to those bands that might be, you know, struggling, looking for that. Um, how have you found kind of competing with so many bands? Obviously, I kind of liken to being a band like to a footballer, a young boy wants to be a football player. It's a lot of people's dreams and very few kind of get there. And there's even when you think you're there, there's still ways to go. How have you found kind of competing in that? Um, I mean, we kind of just do us. Like, 
as much as like don't get me wrong it'd be great to be playing like arena shows and stuff like that like that is the dream that is what we want but i'm we're also just happy making music as long as people are like vibing with it and like we see genuine like reception from people then for us it's like it's it's what we want like people singing the words you know stuff like that people are just listening to our music that's that's what we're after so it's kind of like i don't know it's that it's hard like a lot of bands come out of nowhere and just blow up like they do like mm. and i don't know if it's like they just uh, you know they already have contacts and stuff like that like we we don't have anybody when we started we were literally four guys who knew absolutely nobody who just built contacts over time and hard work but you see these people that like all of a sudden they're just a band on tours playing major shows like no one's heard of them before and like who the hell are these guys they're on a massive management and stuff like that and yeah i think it's it's definitely it's definitely something we like doing just playing the music if, if i if that makes sense like, sorry um yeah no that's, that's that's fine i think what you're kind of getting at correct me if I'm wrong, is obviously you're serious and you and you want it to work but there's i don't know you don't seem as immersed in the bullshit the daily bullshit and the you know the negative yeah, thing. like you're just doing you and having fun with that yeah that's it like we're we're just we're immersed like we're not we're not another band we're not like you know holding absence we're not dream state we're not that band like we don't need to worry about them like we're just going to show them love like they're doing great you know they're all smashing it like we're doing our thing hopefully we're going to smash it as hard as they do like that's the way we look at things just like you know we 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 want everyone to do well like there's a, like i think people forget there's enough room in the music industry for everyone like li there literally is like as long as people are listening to music there's space for everyone you know what i mean like I, I agree. Like I, I feel very blessed that I grew up and still do finding, you know, multiple bands, you know, if it's something I like, I don't care if it's liked by 10 people or 10,000 people. It's what I like. And like you say, yeah, I think exactly. there's, there's room in everyone's playlist, right. Or, or CD shows or what, exactly. however people are doing music these days. Um, yeah. In terms of releases, obviously what have you been up to recently? I, obviously your last album release was the weight that holds me here um I, I might have heard this little single that's recently come out over the last few weeks yeah yeah we dropped it's all good just before we went on tour with the guys in chugga boom shout out to them really good guys um yeah it, it went down really well like it's gone it's gone down great so far um it's just now a matter of just like releasing more material which we may or may not have under wraps um and basically just getting more content out and like waterfalling it and getting it in, in front of more people and yeah, it's all good. It's gone down great. It's like, it's probably my favorite song we've ever wrote, like ever, like so far. Obviously, I'm, we might top that and one of the next ones. But for me, it's all good. It's exactly what I love about music. It's like hard hitting, fast, it's upbeat. Like, I, it's catchy, if I didn't say so myself. Like that sort of like chorus got stuck in my head for days. That's how I was like, knew it was the right chorus. Like I had a bunch of choruses and I always go like, whichever one is the one that gets stuck in my head, that's the chorus we're going with. And that was the one that got stuck in my head. Is that how you tend to write, actually? Do you tend to, like, build, whether it be a verse or a chorus, and if it sticks and you kind of build your person writing around that, or do you have a different way yeah. of kind of structuring? Well, we kind of, like, we try and get, like, a hook or, like, we get the melody or, like, something. I tend to go for the chorus first because, for me, a chorus is everything. You can have a verse that's not that good, but if the chorus slaps, everyone forgets about that. But if you've yeah. got like a really good verse and a terrible chorus, no one's going to give a shit about that song. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the chorus, the chorus is the one that you need. That is where the whole song lies. 
like it's 90 percent of the song title comes from the chorus you know what i mean like it's uh it's it's one of them that we get the chorus once i've got the hook i'll then send it back to tim and he'll make edits to kind of make the music fit more with the hook and stuff like that and then it'll be the verses and then we'll back and forth again try and get it like as hooky as possible and then Josh gets hold of it with the drums and he'll put his ideas in for like maybe like little stops or like drops and you know weird fills that you might want to put in and then I might change the melody a bit to go with the fill. And it's just like it's just a back and forth process, really. Once we've got something that once there's something there, it's just back and forth until it's where it needs to be. No, I like that. I I I kinda of like like you say, the back and forth element. Everyone's kind of going, Oh, that actually I did that, but that's better if I do it today. I found a better path today and I kind of like yeah. that. I like the back and forth. What's um, what's it all about? Um, so the the song is actually uh, sorry to say about fucking COVID. Like it's it, well, <laughs> not, not necessarily about COVID, <laughs> but it's like it's about COVID disappearing after so many shit years of not being able to go to shows and not being able to gig as a band. Like obviously, as a band, is great. You know, we we had an album to go at the same time, but so many bands didn't, and they were stagnant for two years and. For them, it must have been torture. For us, it was kind of like a whole, like, it was just a release period. We were just sat there, but try, we wanted to play gigs with the new music that we had, and it was horrible. And then it, the song's basically about, like, coming back to shows and back to live music after the two years of having the break and just feeling the kind of energy where people are going crazy again and stuff like that and feeling the love in the room and, like, everyone's just there again, vibing, and it's like nothing ever happened, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's great. That's what I want. <laughs> That's cool. How did you um, kind of navigate those times? Like you said, you, you were kind of releasing as a band. You're quite fortunate in that respect. But in terms of not being able to play shows, and that is the toughest part. It's all actually Metallica because you can whack anything out and people will still come into it. But when you're kind of yeah. building your way, you know, the best way is kind of, unfortunately, you have to be gigging. And some of those gigs are traveling from north to south on a cold Tuesday night and it being a bit of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so for yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah, I like, don't get me wrong, I, I, I love gigs. I love them to the bits. Like, I'm like, there's different types of musicians. There's studio musicians, there's people who like writing songs, and then there's live musicians. And I, I could quite happily never set foot in a studio and never write a song and just play the live shows. And that'd do me. I'd be happy about it. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I guess, does this particular single give people an idea of what's to come from Immerse Next or have you kind of thrown a complete red herring out there and it's going to be completely <laughs> different when it actually drops? I would say this song is more along where we're going. The next song isn't. <laughs> it's like we, we've always done a thing in our band that we just make the music we enjoy listening to. Like we're not going to be one of them where it sounds like the same band every time we play a song. Like we're not a fan of that and it gets boring. Like we can't imagine being one of those bands where we write an out like it's almost like the entire album is in one fret position, if that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. it all comes from one root note. And we can't think of anything worse than being that to us. Like we love heavy music, we like pop punk, we like rock, we like all of it. So that's what we're gonna write. Um and basically we love like we like keeping people guessing. We want to be one of those bands where it's a little bit like a day to remember or like uh, who has a good one? Like uh, Dragged Under, where you could, we could drop a song and it could be anything from heavy metalcore to pop punk to acoustic. And, you know, 
it is what it is what you get if you like it you like it if you don't you don't you know what i mean like that's more us no that's fair if you want to if you want to do the data member route and uh kind of piss everyone off in a good way it's a, I, I, i'm not against that i personally love that's what fine. data. I, I personally love what a data member dropped um with the last album i know it pissed a lot of people off but you can't go heavy all the time right you you evolve yeah you and, got you got to think like i i think people forget when you're in a band that like they're like oh yeah you just played a new song like you released a new song it's really poppy i don't like it you're you're a heavy band it's just like yeah but the difference is when you're in the band you have to like write that song practice that song and then you're practicing that song every time you do a set and then you have to play that song live for the rest of your career as a musician and it's like if you were just playing one type of music for let's say you're a band for like 25 years and like like prime example a day to remember they still have to play the plot the bomb the panhandle do you think they enjoy playing that song live anymore no they do not probably like they probably hate playing that song live like you got you people need to cut musicians slack like we we yeah we've wrote the song and we've got 30 to 45 minutes to an hour to play that every night when you're on tour and stuff and eventually the song gets boring you know what i mean like i don't know if you saw this but slightly off topic kirk hammett has uh put an article or an interview out there, shall I say, that he absolutely hates playing the solo to Master of Puppets. I don't blame yeah. him. Like, I, I love the album, but it's, what, close to 40 years old. How many times has he played that solo? He's been playing that solo for 40 years, and that's not including how many times, <laughs> like, he was in the studio playing it. You know what I mean? Like, they probably played that bloody solo 10, 15, 20 times in the studio alone, like, and then he had to write it and stuff like that. And it's like, it's. I think people forget that for them they just hear the song done like for a musician you're practicing it writing it and then you got to listen to it whenever like somebody think oh yeah i love this song and stuff and yeah it's, it's a lot <laughs> well you make a really good point i don't know if it's the same for you but i know for a lot of should we say the bigger bands you know the ones that are the touring and high end they're living with albums for six months nine months if not longer i don't know if that's the same for you if you have to live with a, a an album or a single for a, a period of time before the the public gets to hear it I don't know if that's the same for you. Yeah, you always do. There's there's always um there's always a PR campaign before each single or each album. And like basically it will be a minimum of say two to three months. Like it will be a minimum. So that's before you've even released it. You like if it, it could be ready to go, and they'll probably make you wait two to three months if they're doing their job. Or like some people can do it in a month. It depends how good their contacts are and where they're doing it. But um Obviously, they've got to get it to people, get it to the playlists, like get it to news publishers, uh, articles, all that stuff. You can't just do that overnight, you know what I mean? It's like mm. that takes a few months. But then before that, obviously, they've wrote the song, and then like that's probably six months before. Then they've got to get into a studio, record it all, and that's if they're happy after they've done the recordings. They then got to like you know, send it back and do changes to it if they can and stuff. And then it's like yeah practicing it in the in the practice room ready to play it live and it's a it's a long process before that song comes mm. out into the world like it's not just a oh it's done yeah send it like <laughs> and if fans do do that you're doing it wrong i'm sorry to say it like that that won't put your music anywhere you have to release it properly <laughs> that's cool uh aside from the you know your your day job of being a musician what are your passions outside of music what do you get up to um so i'm like a big adventure seeker really like i surf um i snowboard uh i play a lot of sports even though i got a dad bod to shit i, play, I do play <laughs> sports but contrary to belief like 
Yeah, I, um, I try and go to the gym a bit at the moment. Like, I've kind of fallen out of love with that just because it gets to winter and it kills me every time. It's always winter. I'm great through the summer. The second winter hits, I don't go to the gym. I hate it. Um, but yeah, lo- loads of things. Like, I love going on holiday. I love seeing new countries. That's a big thing. Like, I need to do that. Um, I'm actually, I'm not technically a full-time musician yet. We're part-time. Um, we've all got jobs. Uh, so on the side of being a job, I'm also an aircraft engineer. So that's my main job. Right, that's job. impressive. That's really yeah, impressive. like we do, I do well. So I, I work for Rolls Royce doing like aircraft uh, part building, basically for like laser machining and stuff like that. That's my job. Slightly off topic here, but interesting for everyone that might be aware. Is that still over in Derby? Am I correct saying that Rolls Royce used to build like the <laughs> engines for in Derby for the planes? So there is a Rolls Royce in Derby, but we I work in the one in Bristol. So there's there's a diff, there's a couple of sites around the uk but derby is like the big the big site basically that's like the main one and then um yeah filton bristol where i work is like the second site but it's like it does something else in a bigger scale like they all they both do different things if that makes sense but they do similar things as well cool that's a, there you go guys and girls that's a little insight into aviation if you're and you know yeah. if you're a bit of a fan of engines, that's cool yeah, that's do it you, with all the activities and things that you do, do you take any of those activities and use them as inspiration for songwriting? Um, yeah, I suppose I do. Like Southbound was uh, on the last album. That was actually about like just life on the road and um, just touring and stuff like that, really, which is like part of the adventure seeking. Like, like I, that's where I love my the reason i'm in a band is not only for the music but it's i like seeing the world and like i want to go and play other cities and tour and like we were lucky enough to do europe in the last band we were um but obviously then brexit hit and it screwed it for this Mm. band so that kind of messed everything up uh but yeah like yeah just i i I try to use it like I, i just love holidays and stuff and like being on the road and road trips so i suppose that is part of the inspiration for some of our songs in a way Cool. Um, what's what's next for yourselves? Obviously, you've got some bodies <laughs> of work coming, maybe uh, in the in the future. What else you got going on? Um, so uh, I don't know if I can say actually. <laughs> uh, we we're releasing more music. We obviously we signed to Adventure Cat, which is great. They're really good guys. Uh, they're working hard behind the scenes. Um, we will be releasing more music. I'm not going to say any more than that. <laughs> but um. Yeah, there's there's more music coming very shortly, like very shortly within like a couple of weeks. There'll be a new song that I will say. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just writing more music, releasing more music videos, uh, getting more of like a team of people uh, behind us, like more friends, fans, people to watch the show, like all that. That's like the main aim right now is just to grow, grow, immerse, make us bigger. Um, and a big thing for us is obviously like bigger shows. Like it's the next step for us. We're ready. Like if you come and watch us live, you'll see we're not meant to be on like smaller stages anymore. Like, and we still do. Like we we get some big shows, but we get some small shows. But we're ready for like the big time. So for us, it's like trying to get to that bit. That's the next step. That's an absolutely fine aspiration as a band. Like I get what you're saying. There's um, a band that we've got down here in Northampton. I've been friends with for a long time. Kind of like. Uh classic hard rock kind of crossover band called Stormbringer. And I feel that they've kind of got to that level blessing where too big to be playing pub shows, but not quite there for the Academy free maybe. 
and there's yeah. nothing in between that gap between a pub show and maybe an academy free. So yeah. I get where you're coming from um, with with that. Um, yeah, it's a hard to place to be as a band because it's like you know you're there and you can't get there, and it's just like like somebody pushing you back every time you try and get it. But it's, it's got to be an absolute nightmare. It's got to be a pain in the ass. Um, just some quick fire questions to close out our time together today. Um, who do you like to share a cold drink with? The person could be dead or alive. Um, yeah, uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, why not? Drinks a lot of rum, so he'd be a good pirate. Yeah, I love rum. <laughs> I'm a rum yeah. guy. <laughs> Absolutely fine. Uh, who would you like to make a record with? Could be a producer or, or another band or artist. Who would I like to make a record with? Uh, probably Jeremy McKinnon. Yeah, he's a good guy. Got a lot of time yep. for him. Um, I'm not sure if you're a fan of Marvel or DC, but what side of the fence do you sit on? At Marvel all day. Yeah, make the better films, but DC, I'd give them the due. They make better, write better comics, or should yeah. I say design better comics. Um, what's the last album you listened to, or the or the most recent album you're listening to at the moment? Uh, the last album I listened to was probably Proper Dose by The Story So Far, but I just started listening to the new Bad Omens album. The Death oh, of Peace of Mine. I'll tell you and... what, that's a band that caught me off guard last year with that album, but I'm so glad that I got on that train. It's such a yeah. good album. So enjoy, enjoy that album. Yeah, I'm enjoy- I am enjoying it. It is good. I'm- I love it. His voice is great. His voice is very good. That's fine. Uh, and if you could put a band together, who would you pick and why? Who would be in your band? Oh, that's, that's a hard one. Um, I'd probably pick... So can I play anything in this? You can play anything. You can play the Maracas if you want. All right. Uh, so I would pick probably Taylor Hawkins on drums, mm-hmm. just because you know big fan of Taylor. R.I.P. Sadly died. Uh, on bass it'd be John Paul um, John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Um, guitar. Uh, that's a hard one. Guitar, I pick Hendrix, and I'd sing. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good band. Sounds like it's got a good, good vibe to it. This one is a really cheesy question, but I've started to ask it lately, so I'm going to continue it. What makes music so special for you? Oh, just, just, um, just the outlet for me, like enjoying other people, enjoying a part of me in a way, if that makes sense. Like that's 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 why I love music. Like, well, our music, sorry, but in terms of music, it's just the people, like. It's such a good community. It's such a great group of mm. people to listen to, like metal and rock. You can go to any gig. You can go to a gig on your own. You'll probably end up making friends there nine out of ten times. You know what I mean? And then you'll meet more people. You, like it's just a great supportive community. Everyone's lovely. Uh, obviously, you know the occasional piece piece of shit comes out, but you know they're quickly gone in this industry. Like they don't like very much. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, have they're out. Which is great because it obviously shows people in this community are great and they won't put up for it. And that is exactly what needs to be done. Yeah, agreed. Mate, that's that's awesome. Thank you very much for your time today. I wish you all the best with the future releases. So everyone keep an eye on those because I've got a feeling they're probably coming sooner than you realise that new single. Um, oh, yeah. And then we'll see what happens with the, with the rest of the year for you. So all the very best. Appreciate it, Rob. Appreciate it. Thank you for having us on here. Not a problem. Cheers, Archie. I'll catch you another day. Thank you for your time. Cheers, dude. Thank you. Bye. Hello everyone and welcome back. So that was an interview there with Archie from Merce. A really cool interview and as you've heard me say multiple times, it's kind of candid off the cuff in a lot of respects. Uh, massive thank you to Archie and uh, you know for his time and of course James 
over at Save Your Management for helping set this one up. Um, keep your eyes open on Immerse. I know it's easy for me to say as after I've just, you know, brought you an episode uh, with Archie, you know, from Immersing, but I really believe they're a band that are, uh, they're emerging and they're making their way slowly but surely through, if you like, the ranks of the industry. Um, I would like to see them live and hope you can too, if you haven't done so already, to really see Archie's point there about, you know, it's not it's not a, a obnoxious point that he's making about he feels they should be on bigger stages. You know, a lot of the times there are certain bands that work better on the biggest the stage. The reason for that is they're able to put up a certain production element. They're able to uh, exert a certain amount of energy or, you know, just able to do things differently as opposed to being on a, a really small, tiny um, platform, if you like. Um, so, yeah, keep your eyes on Immerse hoping but nothing but good things for them um and they've got a lot of uh, a lot of new music that will be coming no doubt it's just a case of keeping your eyes on the social on their socials to see when that music drops uh, guys and girls thank you very much for tuning into another episode from setting the tone it means the absolute world to have your support as always i can't thank you enough um as always if there's anything that you wish to have reviewed or you wish to come on the show and talk about you're a band or an artist that's either releasing an album or an ep a song or going on tour or you're a band that's just starting up, please feel free to reach out and I'll do my very, very best to accommodate any requests. You can reach out via the following channels. You can email setting the tone at stt or you can reach out through Facebook and Instagram where the handle is setting tone UK podcast. Easy to find on Facebook and Instagram. Please come over if you haven't done so already and give us a like and a follow. Um, can't say any more than that. Until next time, bye bye for now and stay safe. Thank you for your time as always. Bye bye for now. I'm gonna go